0: Welcome to More Than Words by Nikki, the podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Wheatley, and today I have a dear friend of mine who is not only an amazing mom and wife, she is an author of an incredible book with a new book on its way. Please welcome my friend, Lindsay Hausch. Hi, Lindsay.
1: Hi, glad to be here.
0: I'm so excited to have you. You've gotten some amazing things going on. Tell me all about it. What's going on?
1: Oh, well... Um... I wrote a book a couple of years ago that was published called Take Heart, God's Comfort for Anxious Thoughts. And it was really um, about how God has used my anxiety for good. And it was not my plan to write the book, but God kind of brought it about. We were just talking about that Nikki, how God kind of brings what he wants us to do about and we partner with him. Right. And so that has just really opened up a lot of fun opportunities for speaking. And um, and then I was able to write a- another book. And it's just it's I mean, I'm not really doing it as a career. Thank God for my husband, who <laughs> who is just so supportive of of this passion of mine. Um, but it has just been a really fun way for me to just pursue what God is putting in my heart, as well as being a full time mom.
0: I love that. That is exactly what I've been kind of talking to everybody about and how no matter where you are at in your journey in life that there's always time for you to pick up something that really brings joy to your heart and you know can somehow touch other people absolutely so can you tell me a little bit about um the book take heart
1: yeah so really what i do is i ask the question what if god can use our anxious thoughts uh, to draw closer to god and draw closer to other people and that has been what i've seen in my life certainly and it also has been a great opportunity to just rally around uh, people going through that Um, i think it's just powerful to be able to share our stories and look at the journeys that god is taking us on and it's not all bad. You know, we can focus on how God is working good in hard things.
0: I, I know for a fact, a lot of people suffer from anxiety. And it's something that, you know, people have been afraid to talk about in the past. And it just has a certain aura around it of like having, having to be ashamed of having this fear. And I definitely have suffered a lot of anxiety in my life. I can only imagine what your book can do for other people out there who are suffering from anxiety.
1: Yeah, I I hope, I've seen um, some really powerful things happening through it, and I think really the most powerful thing is just opening up the door to conversations, to honest conversations with one another, Um, as we talk about what it looks like as Christians to live uh, with anxiety, with anxious thoughts, because the reality is all of us struggle with anxious thoughts in some way or another, and how can we look to God to help us in it, and also recognize that when we're struggling, it's really an invitation to lean on God more. Just thinking
0: about the last couple years, I mean, thankfully we're, you know, I can kind of see the the light at the end of the, the COVID tunnel, but I think that really hit so many of us in such a big way of just I you know going back to spraying down our groceries and just crazy yeah the the amount of the amount of crazy literally crazy stuff that we were doing because of fear and looking back going what on earth were we thinking and just how i think we've come a long a long way from that of kind of especially as christians like trusting that it's going to be okay like he's got this and he's got us
1: yeah we um one of my one of my teachers i'm taking a class um about how to be a full-brained follower of christ so how do we use our left brain and our right brain And um, one of my teachers, Michael Sullivan, had this dream that he shares about. And he says he saw these people and they were running on two different kinds of energy. Okay, so one group of people, they were just totally exhausted and they were sending out these fumes out of their body because they were running on fear. And so he's like, it was the exhaust of fear, exhaustion. And then there was this green energy, people that were running on joy. And it was this renewable energy. And I think that yeah, as I look at COVID and and the fear that it's created and the way that it's caused us to create all these walls uh, between us and other people, I just, my heart, my prayer is just that people would return to to joy and 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 i think we find that joy in connecting with other people in seeing people's faces and seeing each other's smiles and coming together that's what we're supposed to do and encouraging each other and i mean it's just so great to even see your face it's been what five years now but it's been like
0: it's been far too long (laughs) it really does feel like no time has passed i agree i absolutely agree is um the new the new book that you've got coming out is um God's provision in a wilderness world. That is a beautifully written title in itself. Can you tell me about it?
1: Yeah, so what I look at is the book of Exodus with the Israelites traveling uh, through the wilderness. And then I juxtapose that against our journeys uh, through the wilderness. I I don't know about you, but I've heard a lot of people say that COVID has felt like a wilderness. But the reality is, is that living life in this world is a wilderness. I mean, being an adult feels like a giant wilderness as I encounter things again and again, like, oh, bills and uh, filling prescriptions and buying groceries. It feels like this exhausting toll that it just takes on, on our hearts and souls. We're told to have childlike faith. And yet, I don't know about you, but I, I feel too tired sometimes. And so just looking at what the Israelites were learning in the wilderness and how can we apply that to our lives today? And uh, yeah, its I wasn't expecting to write that title. Uh, I submitted a list of different proposed uh, titles to, to my uh, publisher and she picked that one. And yet it's been a really fun adventure in, in just seeing what God wanted to show me because I get to learn alongside everybody else as I'm writing it. And one of the biggest things is learning gratitude. Uh, you know, God gives the manna to the Israelites every day to remind them of his presence and provision in their lives. And it's the same for us. We just need to look around a little bit and we can recognize all the ways that God is providing and blessing us.
0: That's a wonderful way to think about it. Do you feel that there was a moment where you just decided to start writing just to go after it?
1: I think there's been a series of moments uh, when I first became a stay-at-home mom I'd sold my business in Sedona and I was just feeling like you know people would ask me what I do what do you do and I didn't want to just say I was a stay-at-home mom I'd be like well you know I used to have a business and I used to do this and you know just embracing that identity and so I just started blogging about it I, I don't know if you remember this but I had a blog called yep. The Shin mom blog and I just kind of exhaled all of my thoughts onto that and um And then finally, uh, Nathan bought me a computer, a fancy computer. I had one, but you know. And he said, I want you to start getting paid as a writer. Like, so this is your motivation. I'm buying you this computer, but I want you to find a way to, you know, pursue this more seriously. And so then I started some freelance writing, and that was like um, more, you know, professional. I was writing beauty copy and different things, anything where I could get a paycheck. And what I really realized was that I didn't like writing copy and selling beauty products. I was getting paid, but it wasn't what was stirring my heart. And, um, and so then I had the opportunity to start pursuing uh, writing a book and, and, and blogging about what God was doing in my heart and life and my faith walk. And um, yeah, so I think it, it's a series of decisions, right? It's a really big step to start calling yourself a writer right? That was one big step. And then it's another big step to be a paid writer, even if you hate what you're doing. (laughs) And then when I decided to write a book, that was was another huge moment when I signed the contract, just thinking I could do it. And then I actually had to do it. And that was pretty intimidating.
0: (laughs) If there was one thing that was kind of your biggest challenge in writing these books, what do you think that would be?
1: I think my biggest challenge and my biggest blessing was being a mother because the reality was you know somebody was writing on facebook uh what do you guys use for a sit down and a stand-up desk you know this was like in a group where a lot of writers were sharing information and i said well my sit down desk is the kitchen table and my stand-up desk is the counter the kitchen counter because i don't actually have like set times where i sit down and write i mean I wrote half my book, my first book, when I was nursing Bo. So mm-hmm. it's challenged me to be creative. And yet also my greatest inspiration has been the journey of motherhood.
0: Beautifully said. And yes, it's just um, the matter of you don't need a dedicated space to like claim it as your writing space, because I end up writing all over the house depending yep. on who's awake at what hour of the day and where my coffee was last set down.
1: 100%. I just need coffee. <laughs> all day. <laughs> it is it is
0: the fuel of all writing, I, I swear. You will never meet a writer who's like, yeah,
1: I'm not really a big
0: coffee fan. Do you um, think that you would be here writing books ten years ago. Like if I if I were to talk to Lindsay ten years ago, five years before I met you. What
1: um <laughs> I'm like, how old oh, was oh. it? <laughs>
0: yeah. <clears throat> oh my gosh.
1: So I was twenty nine. Well okay. Okay. So at
0: twenty nine, what would you have told yourself?
1: I was pregnant and I was a hairstylist. I was a pregnant hairstylist. Yeah, pretty much. No, so this was not, I mean, I think the thing is, is that God puts desires and gifts in you when you're small, when you're young. And Mm -hmm. yet I think Satan works overtime to try to stamp those things out in your life, right? So I had a lot of creative wounds and doubts that that was even something I was good at. And so I always loved writing. I always wanted to be a writer and had that desire but it wasn't something that I took seriously about myself uh, until I had space to really uh, let God breathe on that.
0: I like that. All right. I would love to know what your next big dream is and how you're going after it.
1: That is such a good question. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, as, as a woman of faith, I think my, my biggest desire is to just do what God has for me, if, you know? And I know that that, I don't want that to sound trite, like I, I really have pursued all of the things that I that I think I should do, and yet I feel like there's something greater and I just wanna make room for, for God to do that. I mean, at the same time, I have seen a lot more opportunities for speaking, which is not an area that I really love. <laughs> Um, like it really challenges me. And yet I think there's seasons where God has us do things that are hard to, to grow us and stretch us to, to rely more on him. So I, that's a
0: little out of your comfort zone. Yeah. But you're, you're such a good speaker.
1: Thank you. It takes a lot out of me. (laughs) A little, you're, you're definitely
0: on the introvert side of, of life. Um, So I can definitely see how that would be a challenge for you. But when you like start speaking, ears perk up, everybody listens. And what you have to say is, is important. So I, I really do feel like you should know how much value you have as a speaker.
1: Thank you. I think what I'm learning as, as a person who writes and a person who speaks is that God doesn't give you like platforms or spaces to speak or write if you don't have something valuable to say and the way that we gain that value is through living life through going through wilderness seasons through stretching and growing and being challenged and so I always feel like I need to live more life like I need to grow spiritually and experience more of God um, before I pursue the next big thing you know I don't want to try to run ahead of him
0: yes that makes sense what is a question that I haven't asked you that you would like to answer?
1: Well, I am never good at being on this end of answering questions. I always am like, well, I have questions for you <laughs> <laughs> um, so i I guess I would just love to know like what seeds are God plant is God planting in your heart right now? Could I put you on the spot? In oh way?
0: you want to put me on the spot um <laughs> I, well, the this, I never thought I would create a podcast ever, um, but I feel like that there are people out there who have lived a wonderful life, you know, in every way, shape, and form, who, you know, are very blessed and lucky up till, you know, we hit our 40s and continuing into our later half of life. But something happens along the way for some of us, we don't always get to see a dream realized and Mm -hmm. it's still, it's still in you. It's still a part of, you know, who God formed you to be. Like you said, like, you know, challenges happen, wounds happen, you know, maybe you were loved dancing as a kid and someone kept telling you you're a terrible dancer, but you still have that joy for dance in your heart. Um, So for me, that is, that is, making a difference. It's writing things and telling stories that will change lives, that will inspire others to create and grow and do something so crazy out of their, you know, past experience that it changes a little bit who they are. And so that's kind of like the whole spirit of this podcast is like reaching people where they're at and encouraging them to take that next step, whatever it may look like. Some people don't even know what that big next dream is, but Mm -hmm. just taking the space to write it down, to just write down everything you want and see where it takes you. Because when I feel like there's something powerful about putting a pen to paper that when you write down what you want, it makes it real. And so if everybody could just like write down like their biggest dream or their, you know, number one goal, it would be like just one step closer to actually making it happen. So that's kind of where this whole thing started was just who out there needs to hear that. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how young you are. You know, I've got a, I've got a nine year old who was like, we're going to write a book and I'm going to draw all the pictures. And You know, it's just like, here you go. Let's just let's just do it. What's the worst that could happen? It could be terrible. And it turned out really, really cute. And now she's like, do you see? That's my picture in the back of a book. And it says illustrator underneath. And so just that that idea of no matter where you're at in life, you can do amazing things. You just have to start. That's where I'm at.
1: I remember telling my best friend, we were in a mom's club together. We were stay-at-home moms together. And I told her, I'm like, I think I want to, like, write books and maybe speak. I don't know. I think. And she kind of looked at me like I was really brave and really crazy to speak that out loud. And so, yeah, now even she'll she'll see different posts or things that are happening. And she's like, I was there in the beginning when you just had this random thought. And yeah I think speaking it out loud and telling someone too is really cool and powerful yeah
0: absolutely absolutely, and especially if you're telling the right people, yeah if you're telling the wrong people, if you're telling the people who are who are afraid to make those moves, um it can really you know dampen your flame and just you know you get those wind blowers who want to blow out your candle, and it's just like just because it's not right for someone else doesn't mean it's not right for you.
1: Yeah, it definitely matters who we surround ourselves with. And it, what you're saying, it makes me think of of when God created Adam and he just takes this pile of dust. It's a pile of dirt and he breathes on it and he makes Adam and man in his image. And I think that that's, that's the thing that we recognize is that we we take whatever it is that is in us. We take our desires and our hopes and and our meager offerings, our loaves and our fish. And then when God when we lift it to God and say, God, I'm not enough to do this on my own, but I know that you want to partner with me in doing this. And as he breathes on it, then it can be so much greater than we can even imagine. And it gives him the glory.
0: It's, it is, it is getting that divine inspiration and just following through with it and following wherever it goes. Even if it is not where you thought it was going to go from the beginning, where it's like, you can have this big grand dream, And it's, it's important to have those, but sometimes something even better, like comes from what you had envisioned, where it's like, what would you say to other people out there who are just starting on this journey of chasing after dreams and, you know, may want to write a book, but don't know where to start or are intimidated by all that it encompasses?
1: I think that. Uh, we want to create something beautiful, some masterpiece. But the truth is, is that, you know, God says that we are His poemia, that we are His masterpiece. And so, as we take those small steps of faith toward whatever we think that God is calling us to, recognizing that the greatest masterpiece that is being created in the process is is our hearts and who we are. That God is going about the work of shaping us, and that's the most beautiful part is the process. I uh, used to think that the best part of the book was finishing the book and promoting it. But uh, what I've actually learned is the promotion is hard and I really love the process of writing. So just enjoy the journey that you're on. Enjoy the process and just have expectation in your heart that God is always up to something, even if we can't see the fruit of it.
0: Wonderful advice. If you were to have a conversation, because you've mentioned motherhood, With your oldest daughter, who I know, what would you tell her about going after what she wants now and in the future?
1: I would say don't go after the people because people are fickle. I think that it's a little deceiving. Our culture thinks that we need to go after a platform and that's not, that's not it. Um, You know, if you're pursuing success and it, and it, and you succeed, it'll go to your head. If you're pursuing success and you fail, it'll go to your heart. And so pursue God with all of your heart and he will guide what it is that he's calling you to do. And he will also supply everything that you need in the process. And um, I know that that I feel like saying that it sounds easier said than done, right? It's, It's a learning process. And sometimes the best thing we can do is just show up. Just show up with shaking hands saying, I don't know what I'm doing here, but God, I trust that you're going to make something out of it.
0: I love that. I love that. What beautiful advice for an entire generation, especially like this day and age where everything is so instant gratification. And, you know, you put yourself out there and it's like, how many likes did I get? And it's like, it doesn't matter who likes it as long as you're doing what you feel you should be doing. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's just the one person that he wants you
0: to reach. Lindsay, I want to thank you so much for being on the podcast today. You are an inspiration and such an encouragement to everybody out there who, whoever needs to hear this and whoever is feeling a little anxious or just needs some uplifting in their daily lives. Just know that um, there are people out there who are writing and doing exactly what you may be wanting to do. And it just takes that first step. So I do appreciate you coming on and sharing about your books. I will post a link to Lindsay's current book. And when the next one comes out, I will add that as well to her little guest page on the More Than Words by Nikki podcast page. So thanks for coming and joining our conversation. And until next week, keep dreaming.